Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that yeah, later. Yeah, we are. Welcome, everyone, to episode 71 of the We'll Talk About That Later podcast. Um, I'm happy to be here. This is your weekly football podcast. Uh, I'm your host again this week after the resounding success of last week. This is Abdi. Uh, I'm again joined by someone who's sitting in the backseat again today. Junior, how are you today, bro? I'm I'm good. I always like the back seat. I never get dizzy. Uh, and we've also got uh, Mark. We've got a lot to talk about this week, bro. Yeah, I think you guys do. I'm just <laughs> I'm, I'm looking to do a junior today. Uh-huh. Um, and coming off the back of a win last night, we've got Tanya, hey. who's no doubt upset about nothing. No, I'm not upset. Listen, I'm I'm good vibes. Good vibes. <laughs> And we've got a we've got a returning guest, Woo! guys, making his third appearance on the podcast. We brought him back because Chelsea sacked their five hundredth manager in the Abramovich reign. Five hundred. So we brought him on to talk about Chelsea and um, Frank Lampard being sacked. We've got Ardian. How are you, bro? Hello, guys. I think they only bring me when we play shit. So here again. <laughs> yeah, that's three. That's three games we brought you back after Chelsea lost. So. <laughs> Long way, Thanks, but, you won, but you won Thanks. this weekend. So. Exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, barely. <laughs> no, Ardian, in, in, in someone's defense, I don't know whose defense, um, they were like, Oh, should we bring on Ardian? I was like, Guys, we can't bring him on every time um, Chelsea lose. So, <laughs> thankfully, Chelsea won this weekend. So, we brought you on. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, okay. So, uh, let's get into it straight away. Our spotlight game was Liverpool versus Man United in the FA Cup. Three uh, two win for Man United at Old Trafford. Um, we're gonna, Mark. You said you're gonna do a junior this episode, but I'm not gonna let you. <laughs> I, need, I need to actually talk about it. Um, talk to me about what you thought about the lineup, the game as it went, and just generally what you think about Liverpool's form recently. Take away, sir. Cool. Um, so not much then. Um, <laughs> first of all, can I just say that? We didn't agree on any spotlight game this week. I just received the agenda. Spotlight game. <laughs> I think Abdi just he just likes to hear me in pain. 
Uh, <laughs> but we'll roll with it. Um, I don't know, man. I thought the performance itself was much improved from uh, Burnley and, and the, the rest of the kind of poor performances that came before. Result, obviously, um, is what matters in the cup, though. Cup football, yeah. uh, in essence, the performance doesn't really matter. It is the result is the defining factor in the game. In the league, you can kind of come away with a point, be happy, you can be sad, but you took the point away. In the FA Cup, you lose, that's it. So we're out again. I said last week and the week before, and I've said it quite a while now, that it's a cup that I was looking to take serious. Definitely wanted to at least be challenging in the further stages because we haven't even reached the quarterfinal in that cup yet under Jurgen Klopp. So it was due. Um, But like I said, the performance was improved. Um, And it does pay me to say that United are actually starting to look good. And when I say good, I don't just mean they've got good players on the pitch. They actually are starting to look pretty good as a team and as a unit. And it looks like they've got a certain style of play now, which they're all getting behind. So that's quite worrying for me. Um, but I can't even remember what you asked me, Anthony. <laughs> no, I just want to... I, I, you asked me my question, actually. You, did, you said the performance was better. Um, I just thought, like, you know, in Liverpool, with, when, I, when I look at Liverpool, I just think you're best when you're going from back to front quickly. So you get Henderson doing the quick switch mm-hmm. over to the fullback, or you've got Van Dijk and then ping straight down to Mane or Salah, for example. But um, a lot of people have made um, some... I don't know, I know some criticism to uh, Thiago's performances. Mm-hmm. Um, although personally, like on, on like him directly, he plays well. Like he, mm-hmm. he has some really classy moments for him. I did mention that he fouls a lot, but um, uh, just generally, don't you think people have been saying that he slows Liverpool down a little bit? Um, yeah, well, I think that's a ridiculous thing to say for someone who's played five games and a team who's not in form. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I think if we were in form um, and he joined last season and was playing the exact same way he's playing now, people will be calling him a world beater. It is what it is. Um, There's this recency bias. People will judge him off these last five games, but the reality is no one's been great. Mm. Um, And it's hard to stand out when a a team is drastically out of form like we are. Um, So I've got Thiago in my books, absolutely fine, but he will only get better. And that's the exciting thing for me in a moment where there isn't much excitement. Mm. Um, but it, back to what you mentioned before about kind of losing the, the presence of Hendo and, and his quick releasing of the ball, uh, Van Dijk's long diagonal passes. We missed that so much. Joe Gomez was just mastering that technique. He was pulling them off game by game. But I also think there's a certain element of we've had to completely switch up how we play this season. And it might not be evident to the naked eye, but you lose Van Dijk and Gomez and you lose essentially the whole reason behind why we could play a high line with ease is that they were as fast as most of the attackers in the league. Mm. Um, and we've, we've lost that. Um, it means our fullbacks now have to drop, have to not actually drop deeper, but play deeper game on game. So we lose a bit of that threat. I don't know. Um, for me now, it's a battle for the top four and go as far as we can in the Champions League. That's, that's what our season's come down to at the moment, I think. Yeah, because I noticed that um, if Villa and Everton win both, well, they've both got two games in hand, that Liverpool dropped to six, which is unthinkable. No. Yeah, you said it, bro. I don't need to say it. Uh, can I, can I um, just quickly, let's not get carried away, please. Because as I've stressed before, the, the margins in, in 
the league today are crazy. Chelsea were top in December, as early as December. Now they're in crisis, apparently, and all this kind of stuff. And yeah, if Aston Villa and Everton win both games, but there's also the if they don't win both games. So you don't know what's going to happen. And even if they do, and Liverpool fall to sixth, there's still two wins away from being second or third yeah. again. And be, and then everyone going, oh, Liverpool are back. Mm-hmm. So I, I think... I know what what social media is like and I know what people are saying, you know, and, and that's why I try to stay off social media because people like Tanya who come with their... Re- no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, uh, but people just get really carried away. They get really, really carried away, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, Man United are now the best team in the world because they've been top for, for two weeks. Yeah, cool. But we've seen Leicester be top. We've seen um, Southampton be top. We've seen Everton be top. We've seen Chelsea be top. We've seen... Yeah. Uh, man, you know, Man City haven't been top, um, haven't been top yet. So, and then if they win their game in hand and they're like one point behind United, I don't know. I just think it's too early right now, and it's too congested there in, the, in at the top to be to be making wild yeah. claims like oh Liverpool are out of the title race or you know or whatever. It That's was Mark. Good. Mark. Mark was the yeah. one who said that we should focus on Champions League now. No, I know. I know. I know. I know. No, well, I didn't explicitly say it like that we we definitely should focus on the Champions League but what I kind of said is that we genuinely because of how well teams are playing and I always said at the start of the season when we're 18, 19 games in I'll tell you how I'm feeling because you have a real sense of how the season is unfolding and it's actually unfolding to to look like we're going to have hopefully maybe the longest running title race we've seen for a while where yeah. it goes down to the final few games there may yeah. be more than two teams who are in the running. But what I can tell you is that if we don't get our act together soon in the league, and we haven't got easy fixtures coming up, starting with Spurs away on Thursday night. Up to night, Tottenham, mate. Then it won't, it, it won't be a case of uh, two wins on the trot will get us back in the mix. Right? It will be a case of we need to win four on the trot yeah. to be serious yeah. about cementing our place in the top four. I think yeah. if, we, if, if we take another... If we lose to Spurs on Thursday... We've then got West Ham on Sunday and then we've got a couple of other tricky fixtures. We have to we have to win. No, you don't. You're not winning. You're not Thursday. gonna win. You're not gonna win. <laughs> I think it it comes down to what uh I think we said it like um like I don't know when we said it, but we said it. It's like um staying in the mix. Because obviously Liverpool have had all these injuries and we we came on and praised them about, you know, being top and everything. But I think importantly it's about staying in the mix, not getting lost from the pack because when Liverpool's I know their main focus is the defenders and you know we don't know when uh, Joe Gomez probably not playing again this season Van Dijk is back yeah. in light training so I don't know it, he's that guy's a robot so he might be back like within a couple of weeks or something yeah, well, I, I, say, I, I think he'll go to the Euros yeah, I don't, I don't, Liverpool shouldn't rely on him at all. No, no I know, no, but no, what no. I was saying is like, if you once you get like start getting players back, because obviously Thiago was out for a while, and mm. and you start getting some, it's difficult because the main people are the defenders that Liverpool are missing. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. yeah, it's just staying within the pack for now. I said, yeah, I said it. Um, I remember saying, I don't know why, but one of the first episodes into the season after uh, all of the injuries, so maybe episode maybe after game seven or eight of, of the season, I said, we'll come back next season and we'll be the strongest team in the league. I still think that wholeheartedly with, our, with those players back a couple of additions in the summer, I think we'll be back to being the strongest team in the league. But this season now, our focus has to be 
yes, Junior keeping on the tails of United and City, but now I think we have to just our focus has to be top four and a proper Champions League run. Mm, All right, but I want to I want to I want to talk about I want to talk about some specific players. We saw a much improved improved performance against Man United from Firmino and Salah. They linked up quite well as well. Like Firmino was dropping in very Mm -hmm. well. Um, so I feel like on the attack side, obviously Mane didn't start. And Curtis Jones, he did. He didn't do himself any harm with a decent performance. But at the back, obviously you haven't got your two main centre backs, and Matip was rested again. Yeah. Fabinho, I feel like he deserves a medal for all of the work he's been doing. <laughs> Guy, he's really missing midfield. Yeah. Well, exactly. Think about the quality we're missing from. Yeah. And I feel like with him, if he was starting in midfield, then it would allow Thiago to push up a little bit better as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, I said it in the group, and I know you're going to give him some slack because he's young. But what boy, what is Reese Williams on, man? No, yeah. I, I don't. I don't agree. I look. Jamie Carragher said it on Twitter the other day. If he played during this Twitter era, he wouldn't probably have never played again because we are so quick to just go and criticize young players. Young players have to make mistakes. How are they going to learn? They have yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, there are. But then, like we, like Trent came into the team straight away, and he, yeah, he but was top talent. Like, so, you know, so is Trent. Yeah, you know, Joe Gomez was playing for Liverpool at centre back. Is Trent uniform? Is Trent uniformly like the the mold for all, every I, player? I get, I get the argument about young players. I get it. They they need, but like, I mean, there's like the errors he's making are kind of glaring. Um, the guy got twisted up by a 15 year old uh, Fast Villa the other week, man. Like, like they can't. Well, and, but no, like, he didn't get twisted. Right, I'll give you, how old is he? Like what? No, 19, but what, no, what I will say, he's nineteen. What I will yeah. say is that it's very unfair of our owners, who it looks like are the ones not even entertaining and looking at getting a centre back in on loan, to to be relying on a nineteen-year-old boy, essentially young man who was on loan playing non-league football last season, is actually a little bit unfair on him. We we shouldn't need to rely on him that heavily. Mm. So he's he's been pushed into this deep end way too soon and it's obvious to most um, when Henderson's fit we play two centre mids at centre back over him that he's probably not ready for this level but he shouldn't even be playing right now on that point on that point I remember yeah the year you won the Champions League that was the year um, after you went to Champions League final you lost it when Salah got injured Mm -hmm. the year that year you went out and bought Alisson, you bought Fabinho, you bought um, Keita. I remember you really were really going for... Everyone was tipping Liverpool to be strong title contenders. But you still... And the Champions League final, you lost because of Karius. That beginning of that season, you could you, like you were sort of linked with Alisson, but you hadn't bought him yet. And then mm. Klopp, I remember saying, I'm going to stick with Karius because he really couldn't get Alisson at that point. Then you played a preseason game, and Alice and Karius <laughs> made a horrendous error. The next yeah. day, Liverpool went and bought Alisson. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're in a situation now where you, he, he thought, okay, we'll manage. Hopefully, we'll manage with Matip's injuries, we'll, and Matip and Fabinho will be a good, a good solid partnership, which they have proven to be. But you're now in a dire situation now where you've like dropped so many points recently. Um, although your defense hasn't been the main issue, it's a knock-on effect. If not having you know Fabinho in midfield, then you then Henderson has to play centre back. You lose a lot in midfield, mm-hmm. and simultaneously you lose a lot in attack. So it's just a knock-on effect as well, and then that's why you haven't been scoring goals recently. So I feel. Do you think? Do you agree with me that you? Sh- it is sort of a situation where you absolutely have to go and get a centre back. Yeah, I said it. We should have. We should have always sent it back in on January the first. Yeah. But it doesn't look like you're going to get one though. It's kind I of said sense. it. So is there not? It doesn't. And 
Yeah. I think I said, didn't Klopp say say in an interview here that he said that um, I don't need a centre half. I don't want to go out and buy a centre half, even though even though he, there's plenty of people that he probably can get on loan but, for the time being, yeah, just yeah. to cover. Do you know what that is? He, a, I mean, he said that earlier on this month. Um, he said that earlier on this month um, when Matip was fit. We obviously yeah. can't rely on him, but he actually came out a couple of days ago and said that it's not him blocking the move for a centre-back, it's the owners. So he, him and his team want a centre-back. Michael Edwards, the famed sporting director, is out there. He's probably got six names on a list who we could loan, get on loan tomorrow. Yeah. But no one's sanctioning it. The money's not there. Um, so it looks like, unless we really, really go late in Jan, we're, we're just going to go into the season, the rest mm-hmm. of the season, with Fabino and Gamble on Matic. You missed out on Socrates as well. Now, can I just say, though... <laughs> I'm actually quite glad. I'm, I'm quite surprised that there isn't more anger towards the Liverpool board, if I'm being honest. Because... No, because, no, but listen, I think it's absolutely criminal that you've not got a centre-back. It is, because like you were saying, it's unfair on Reese Williams and you're having to play players that are not defenders in a, in a centre-back position, mm-hmm. which is obviously jeopardising your midfield. You should never be in a position where you just have um, Gomez, Virgil van Dijk, Matic as your three centre-backs. You should have at least two more, if not no, one well, more. You didn't replace Lovren. I don't know. I just think maybe they need to be criticised a little bit and I can definitely yeah. sympathise well, with them for being frustrated. You, yeah, well, you can't plan for a season. You, you can't, can't plan no. that your two first sign centre-backs are both going to be ruled out for the whole season. You need four. It's unprecedented. You need yeah, four. that's what I'm saying. Fabino was the fourth choice. Yeah. He's, Klopp said it in pre-season. He said, I'm going in with these three centre-backs and Fabino will be for a fourth choice. And I was... Yeah, mm. I was a bit like, okay. But yeah, Tanya, in response to your owner one, I mean, they've got a bit of credit because they, they took us from a very, very, very bad place to <clears throat> Champions League and Premier League winners. Um, and they've done it in a sustainable way. Yeah. One of the only football clubs that I'm aware of that can really run sustainably and doesn't depend on owners. Oh. Um, it's run the right way. And, and what the message is, is that there's just no money at the moment. That's but- it. And can I back that point up by saying, can we not forget that they probably, like most football clubs, do it like uh, a business and say like, okay, this is the budget we have for this year. This is what we've set aside. We've identified the targets in the summer. So they would have looked at defenders, but identified that Jota um, and um, the the left back and Thiago were um, were the priorities, brought them in. And that's probably their budget done for this season. Like Mark said, not planning on Van Dijk and Gomez having uh, year-long injuries. Um, so it's unprecedented. Like you can't go, oh, it's the board. You know, it's the board's fault. No, it, it, unfortunately, these things happen. No, but you have to react. Yeah, like I don't know. I... Yeah, you have to react. The fact of the matter is that Liverpool will not have Gomez and Van Dijk for the rest of the season. Your two main centre backs, and you cannot, you cannot, you cannot say, "Okay, we're okay with having Fabinho as our main Mm. centre back, our number one centre back, and Matip." You can't rely on. Like it's unacceptable. It is. Fabinho and Henderson. As a they have to react. But I've said that, and (laughs) and they're not. You got to think, Junior. Listen, every football club in the world probably has taken a massive, massive hit. Junior sent something around in the chat yesterday. Is it Barcelona in 700 million no, euros? 1.2 billion. 1.2. 1.2. 
if, if, if clubs aren't careful, and that's why I, I understand, I don't accept it, but I kind of just, just about understand. No, but it's just... That I'm not happy with it, but I kind of understand. But you, you, you start running your club, if you start running your club as a... Everyone's operating on a loss at the moment, is the simple but, fact. And you, and you can't treat this like a football manager or FIFA. You can't just go out like... No oh, one's you, saying you know, that. I'm not money. saying that. You can get someone no, but, on loan, bro. No, yeah, you can get yeah, someone but, on loan. Yeah, but you're looking but, at a loan fee and then wages for six months, which I, which you would obviously do, but... And especially considering if we were to miss out on top four, I'm not saying that would happen. They will look very stupid for not putting that money forward for a centre-back on loan, yeah, considering definitely. the money we would lose from not getting top four. So, we'll see. But then it could go very wrong as well. Like, regardless, let's let's take the loan scenario out of here. Let's say they panicked and they bought a centre back, um, which they're probably planning to invest in the summer, which I've read. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Now you've got a, a player here that you might not have wanted. It's not the best option that you could have had on a on a longer term deal than you were expecting. So they shouldn't get one have, then like, at all. Rather have someone in exactly. It's true. You'd rather have someone who's in a specialist position. And obviously, Liverpool aren't going to go out and do something crazy like buy a rubbish like Mustafi and all that stuff. <laughs> obviously, they're not going to do that. They're obviously going to go out and get someone who's acceptable for the title defending, you know, caliber levels. So, so, so who's who available? Is, who is that then? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> tell that's, me. That's, not, that's that's the difficult. I get it. That's why I have the sympathy for for someone like Jurgen Klopp because it's difficult at this point in the season to go get. Right. Some... You got to think about the quality. We're being linked to thirty six year old Subotic and Socrates, who Arsenal <laughs> literally didn't want. No, no, that, that that's you really literally didn't want things. him. That's people just doing, you know, adding up because he, they both used to play for Dortmund. Under no, the that's people doing two and two and coming up with seventy-five. Like, that's not to be fair. The, the Socrates one was there was, it was he's there already was signed a, for Olympia. It was a bit on the athletic mm-hmm. that um, Klopp, you know, inquired and it was too late. Like he, he just he he asked about it and then he left it. But anyway, Abdi and Tanya, you move, you two move no, like because, bare, no, like money is not a just, thing to you. Like yeah, you don't think about no, like no, the, the ribbon. No. And and and, and Tanya's coming from a position where she where, yeah well I'm not finished my point so how can I let you speak um, Tanya's coming from a position where she supports Spurs exactly, and Lady doesn't buy anyone so what are you talking because... about why are you getting onto this board for they've won the Champions League and the Premier League I... done deal what Tottenham won what I want to say is Such I just feel like sometimes with Liverpool it's all positive and we can't criticize I'm just looking at it from a different yeah, perspective true. and saying I get the board made some great signings and I get that you can't. You can't always um, predict these things will happen, but you have to think ahead. It's like the mistake we made last season when Kane got injured. We didn't buy a, a striker, and I thought that was so stupid of us to do that. It could have cost us. And then Son got and injured, then got later, injured, and, and then, then it was just a domino effect, them. and it cost us getting top four. You yeah. have to say. So I'm just saying, some criticism does need to be had for the board. But That's it. No one, I won't say anything. No one said that the board no one said that the board is void from criticism. I don't know where you got that. No, but from. I just you Abdi's know laughing as well. I'm not laughing, I'm not laughing. I'd see that. I've dropped a... I was not laughing. Listen, I've criticized and I told you we should be signing one and we should have signed one on the first of Jan on loan. Mm-hmm. Done. We should have dealt with it immediately. All right, so we're basically we're all, all of, we were all we shouldn't be having this point. chat now. <laughs> yeah, we are yeah. all agreeing. We're just disagreeing. All right, on, okay, cool. On. Let's get back I, to the game because I, 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 I want to talk about Man United. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, we haven't Let's talked talk about the game. About so, um, Man United obviously they won three two. Um, if you look at like the 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 pattern of the game, like it was Liverpool dominated for majority of the game, like possession wise and the general pattern of the play. But Man United, like what I said about Man United, man, they are just when you have quality attacking exactly. players like they do, and 
it's not really, and I don't really look, I look at my United and I don't really know what their style of play is. I don't really, even with their improved form and then being top of the league, I still don't know any specific style of play they play. But it's very much down to, like I said in the group midweek here yeah, when they beat um, Fulham, I said, um, Bruno is the manager and Oli is his assistant because Bruno <laughs> just takes everything. No, come on now. But on that game, on that game, I really like the fact that mm-hmm. because Liverpool they didn't have Henderson to 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 you know, help with um, Trent going forward. So Trent, Trent though was bombing up forward more than he did recently. Um, Man United exploited that left hand side like, a lot, and then yeah. Rashford was making great movements off the ball. And Luke and and one of the big things for United yeah. is the improved form of both their fullbacks. Like yeah. just attacking wise as well. But what do you guys think? You know what I think the difference in that game and. I'm not throwing shade at Liverpool, but I just think the difference in who Man United brought on compared to Liverpool, that's no offence to Rigi and Mm. Shaqiri. I think they're good players. But when you have game changers like Bruno Fernandes to come off the bench and make an instant impact, unfortunately, that was probably the difference in the end. Because like you say, I Mm. think Liverpool actually played really well. You can't say they had a bad game. Salah was really good and he's obviously going to be well confident going into the Tottenham game now. I'm kind of annoyed he scored, but... That was a great first game. Oh, actually. really good. Uh, it was a great ball from Tamino. But Tamino on that time, yeah, that was a great ball. you got to remember that we this Liverpool squad is void of Van Dijk, yep. Gomez, Jota, Naby Keita. So we would we should have strength and depth and that's we yeah. should have reacted to these injuries. Mm. Is the, is the I mean, issue. you did bring Mane off the bench, though. Yeah. So yeah. That's, Can I ask yeah. a question? I, uh, I think he should get more game time. Yeah. I was going to say that as well. Can I, can I ask a question? Uh, uh, no, no, Tanya, related to your point, actually, about Bruno Fernandes. Um, so let's say Bruno Fernandes starts um, the game and it's, it's um, tied 2-2 and Man United need to bring someone on. Who then do they bring on if Bruno Fernandes is on the pitch? And they've already got Cavani, Rashford's on the pitch as well. And so Van der Beek's stuff. sticking up. Yeah, and, and, that's, <laughs> and that's my point. Like Van der Beek, if, if, if uh, Fernandes plays, Van der Beek's on the bench. So are you then taking off Fernandez to bring on Van der Beek? So, he needs a break at some point, isn't it, bro? No, but but my point is is that we're praising Man United's bench, but it's only oh, because come on, it's a good bench. they rested. No, it's a good bench. No, wait, but wait, I'm 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 not saying it's not a good bench because they're they're one of the best teams in the Premier League. But what I'm saying is is Van der Beek didn't do any, anything in that game apart from dive in the in the box when he tried to win a penalty. Yeah, he could have done better. Um. So, like, what I'm saying is, is if Fernandez starts, everyone's praising. Oh, you know, they they had Fernandez on the bench, yeah, but Fernandez starts most games. And if it's not going well, who do they bring on? That's my point. If we're talking about the depth of Man United, if Fernandez starts and it's not going well, let's say Liverpool, let's say it's, it's the same score, it's two two, and Ole wants to bring on someone to to generate change. Who do you bring on? Yeah, but it depends. Who's in the mid? If he's starting, who's alongside him in the midfield? Because if it's well, it's the same. It's Pogba, it's Pogba and um, one of McTominay or Fred. Uh, but Junior, on that point, even with Bruno on the bench, they did lead the game at one mm. point, two one. No, I, I, I so I'm not taking in without no, that, without Bruno. Yeah, I'm, I'm, but, like I'm saying, I'm asking your point. You said, <laughs> but I'm talking about Van, Van der Beek specifically. We're, yeah, we're but, talking about the depth in mid in, in they, thing. Yeah, but then they've also got you know guy play like they they've also got William Pogba playing as well. Who can add yeah. an attacking threat, and then they also really quality attacking yeah, players exactly. like Cavani and Rashford. Martial. But they're but they're both on the pitch. That so my question wasn't saying oh if they if they're playing well. I'm saying what if it doesn't go right? 
with all of those players yeah. on the pitch. That's what I'm. That's what I'm asking. I'm not asking about. Um, you know, when it does go well, because they are top of the league and they are through in the FA Cup and they are playing well. But I'm saying if all of those, they've got a really good first 11, um, yeah. especially midfield. In the attack, they probably have more, like you have Martial, you have uh, Greenwood, you have Rashford, you have Cavani. Um, that, that They can like mix and match. But I'm talking about midfield to backwards. If it doesn't go right, who do they bring on? That's my question. But you hear on you hear with uh, you know um, the nail on the head without like you're correct like they have got a really good starting eleven they probably have one or two quality players that can come off the bench um, yeah I think you're right Junior about that they only have those two like if plan if plan B don't work then they got resort back to plan A which is Bruno Fernandez up front yeah. maybe take off Greenwood put like a Martial or someone and that's their main start that's their main team in it again mm. I still think yeah, they got true. a good but squad anyway I think it's fine. <laughs> no, they Congra- I'm not congratulations saying they're, they're, they're a good squad. Congratulations to my night. But it is, I feel like it is because of their their, their strength and depth. That's why they're yeah, 100%. doing well this season. Let's move on. Um, first game of the weekend ugh, was Arsenal versus South, South, away at Southampton in the FA Cup. Um, that wasn't the first game this weekend. It was Wolves versus Chorley. Yeah, yeah. first um, meaningful game this weekend. <laughs> Southampton versus Arsenal. Because I, I don't even know what a Chorley is, but whatever. Um, uh, Arsenal lost 1-0. Um, I made the point in the group that this was 100% on Mikel Arteta and I stand by it. Um, I get that you have to make changes. 100% I get it because I didn't realise that literally we are playing every week, every two Mm. weeks, every, you know, and it's just too much right now. But um, these players that he's brought brought into the team, you know, obviously we had to rest the likes of Smith, Rowe and Tierney. Aubameyang was meant to be playing, I think, but he had a personal issue that he had to like leave right away we hope he's okay with that but then Martinelli was in so I was happy with that but then guys like Pepe and Willian and Eddie and Ketia Cedric was playing left back Bellerin's back in team Holding has to keep playing I just don't I, I, and Jacka and Elneny goodness me like like me and Junior we've, we've argued about it previously about Arsenal and the team the players that have had to play and he was saying it's the players and I was saying it was Mikel Arteta and now we've had this improved form we haven't really spoken about it but I keep going back to the point that is Arteta who selected mm-hmm. players and the players that that I'm you know blaming Arteta for and their selections are the what are aside from someone like Pepe, are the ones that Arteta has insisted on playing. Yep. So the likes of William, he keeps stinking it out. Elneny, he yeah. brought back from loan. Xhaka, he begged to stay. Holden, he gave a new contract to. Um, Cedric, he gave a contract to. Like, all of these players are Arteta's players. But then still, like, that's the reason I get upset because these players keep stinking it out week in, week out. Look at the stats for William. Yeah. He's played 20 games this season and got wow. two shots on target. That's, un- like, that's unacceptable. We played, what, in the last... I think the last, we played like 10 games or so and with Willian um, not in the team and we won them all or so. And then like there's, I think there's a stat, something like there's eight games and only one game we won whilst Willian started. And Willian, wow. you know, that was one, that was an FA Cup game that he got taken off in an extra time and then we went on to win the game. So clearly it's not working with this guy and he keeps playing. Pepe, I don't blame him because that's not his signing. He's a high profile signing yeah. he has to play. But Pepe is just a bonehead. Honestly, <laughs> everything he does is just wrong. Eddie and Ketia, he could have sent him out alone. He could have sold him this, this this January, but he wants to keep him. Yet we've got a younger player, Balogun, who yeah. who's, who's who, who he's he, he's not playing. But that's Definitely. a different situation in the whole. But Junior, I know you're biting your tongue. Go on. No, I just 
I just want to know because you're 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 running your mouth oh, about God. Um, <laughs> the the players that he has to play, blah blah blah. So you're telling me, yeah, considering that we're playing Saturday and then we're playing on Tuesday, like right, like in a couple of hours, we're playing Southampton again. You're telling me that you would want the starting eleven on Saturday to be the no. same starting eleven today. Do you know what? No, no. Look, no. Wait, wait, hold on. Um, look, William. William is dead. Uh, whole, your audience is laughing here, he, or he should be, because they they, Bro, wow. they they dodged a bullet on that one. Like Lampard <laughs> wanted him to stay. Um, that must have been all smoke and mirrors. But um, William is awful. I get that, and I have never heard come on here and defended William at all. Pepe is a, on another level of like I don't know. Man just wants to dance when he goes on the pitch. It's whatever it is. But you have to understand. Like I think Arteta's now. We've come to the point in the seasons like the Premier League is the priority. We have to try and finish further up the table and points is the is the main concern. So I think when I look at that team, I'm not expecting to see like I think Aubameyang would have started if I'm not mistaken, or at least been on the bench. And obviously he had that that whole thing. But I'm not expecting a strong lineup in the FA Cup, though. Would I want to go on a cup run? Of course, but. Uh, it's the squad that we have, and is, we... isn't this one of the first times, sorry, Junior, to interrupt you? Isn't this yeah. one of the first times that that um, Arsenal have not made made it past this stage of um, FA Cup? Yeah, Hector Bellerin I... been, has, since his debut is the first FA Cup game he's lost. Yeah, yeah, but but, I... but yeah. also we have to remember that with Wenger, we did lose in the f- uh, third round against Nottingham Forest, so it's not like oh, okay. this is specific to Arteta. I don't blame I don't blame losing to Southampton. Southampton are a good team, and we were away as well. But just, to, just to finish, wait, just to, just to finish, you have to think here. Yeah, like we talked about Liverpool's budget, Arsenal are not even constrict, like even more constrained budget because we've been so poor in the past. So we're we're, we're not going to be at the level of like having a squad depth that United or Liverpool, or Chelsea or Man City have. Right now, Arsenal have a lot of crap, and you can see in January they've tried to get rid of a lot of it. They've um, sent Kalasinac on loan. They terminated. Um, uh, Socrates' contract they terminated Ozil's contract they, they just get they're trying to get rid of all the dead weight unfortunately we still have more and yes yeah. Ven- um, Arteta brought in Willian big mistake big 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 mistake but with players like Holding you yourself you yourself said Abdi last week that players in form if they get offered a new contract, you can understand that. He's been in form. He has one bad game and you're, you're already adding him to the list. Of but that's the thing, though. That's what but happens. You're, but you're that's adding why I said he should have never yeah, been given a contract. Played... I said it. All right, Tanya, I'll get to you in a second. Um, he's playing alongside Gabriel, who's who's had COVID. And you ask me, oh, why is he on a bench if he's not fit? There's levels to this. So it's like you're fit, you're fit and to be on the bench, but you're not match fit. So you can see that he had a bit of sharpness that was missing from what he had earlier in the season. So you're putting him next to Holden and Holden is then, and you can see he gave balls away. He, he wasn't looking like himself. So Holden is then having to do, he's got a load now because he has to pick up what Gabriel's, um, the slack that Gabriel's leaving, so it's 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 easy to just look at things and just go, oh, it's Holding's fault, oh, it's this man's fault. But I completely agree with you that a lot of the players that play, and Ketia's not good enough. Um, Cedric at left back, that's a joke. I, those yeah. crosses that he was putting in from the left is horrific. William should never even be allowed in the colony again. Um, uh, Pepe should be sent to Mars. Uh, whatever, I agree with you, but it's what he's got 
to do to deal with. You're, that is you the say, issue. I hear that, but you you keep saying it's it's the squad, it's the players, but who picked them? Who signed Bro, them? It was his. He signed one his, of the dead squad. He, no, 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 no. Listen, Junior, you're capping now. He oh, stop. he was the one who. Yes or no? Did he convince Jacker to stay? Yes. Bro, if we sell Shaka, who who, who 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 are we gonna who are we gonna play? I don't know. There's a player called exactly. Thomas Partey. Yeah, exactly. He should have oh, played. Oh my days! Oh, listen, my listen, uh, Junior, relax, relax. Oh, Hold on. No. Firstly, yeah, you keep it's making this. Oh, I know about William. I know about William. But then you're ignoring the fact that it was. And you said something. You said you made a point about budgets and um, transfer. You know, we're, we're restricted with the. Why are we giving a, a big contract to William? Why? Because everyone know he was dead when he was at Chelsea. It's additionally. Yeah. Why is why are we giving a four year contract to Cedric when we have two right backs already? Sorry. Why are we why are we giving a, a new contract to David Luiz when every six months he does something to disgrace the club? Why is Granit Xhaka still here and he continually since Granit Xhaka has come we have not been in the Champions League? That's not a lie. That's a fact. <laughs> Godran Mustafi is still, you know. Um, Employed by this football club, yeah. even though he has a highlight reel of shamefulness. Why? Why is it like this? Can I'm I answer? Issue. Hold on, I'm not finished. I'll let you speak. But what I'm saying is that your point is continually like you. You talk about oh, it's the players, it's the players. But but a bar, a one or two here that are not his players. Clearly, he, uh, Pepe is not one of his players. He doesn't want Pepe. Bar one or two, he continually sticks and is his moves that stop the players that are not his mm. being here. So players that weren't Pepe, like you know, I don't blame him for Pepe, but he could have he could have let Eddie and Ketty out on loan, but he doesn't want to start Eddie and Ketty in the main games. So why is he still here? He said no, I want to keep him. He's the one who said Mustafi is staying, even though Mustafi is sixth choice centre back and and he's never going to play again. But he says he wants to keep him. We could have got rid of him. We don't we don't have to keep him. Why is Granit Xhaka still an <laughs> Arsenal footballer? I don't get it. He's rubbish every time he plays. And you say stuff like about players reverting to type. That's what you said before. Yeah. But these kind of players who play well short for a short amount of time and then revert to type, they're not good enough. You can't keep them because they're at the end of the day, they will always go back to the rubbish that they are. So why yes, do you I agree with you? Like Holding, like Bellerin, like Xhaka. Why are these rubbish <laughs> players playing for Arsenal Football Club? You can now take the floor. I Thank love you. that. Uh, Amen. That was, an, that was an impassioned... <laughs> That was an impassioned thing. I don't think... Uh, anyway, oh, okay. Let me let me order my thoughts. Okay. Uh, why did we sign Cedric? Uh, because maybe Ainsley Maitland-Niles wasn't in his plans. He still kept him. He was going to ship him out. Oh, my God. Can you let yeah, me sorry, finish, Tanya? Okay. Sorry, go for it. Okay. So uh, he, he had planned to, to sell Ainsley Maitland-Niles. By the time he decided to keep him, Cedric was already... Had signed his new contract. Anyway. Um, so... We can't play FIFA. If we don't sign Willian, who are we going to sign? Let's let's be, let let no. Let's be let's be completely and 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 like let's be transparent, yeah. Willian coming from Chelsea has Premier League experience, hasn't always been a flop. Chelsea fans might not oh, remember him on. fondly, but we have a Chelsea fan here who 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 can tell us a bit better. Willian has had good days. Yeah, yeah, there was a season where he outplayed Hazard. Don't forget, like that season when Hazard was falling, falling off. William, William became the top dog of the team. Like literally, he was creating. That's the season he scored, I think, four or five free kicks, wow. which is probably one of the worst, the best, one of the best in Europe. 
scored oh, five free kicks with like six attempts. Would you have no. him back? No, not exactly. Um, there you go. Don't make any excuses for him. The best thing about William, he's a squad player at best, and yeah. he might be able to to um, inspire some of the the, the younger players. Mm. But personally, which with with the way Arsenal playing and with a young manager, I always assumed Arsenal were going to go going to go on the the Chelsea of last mm. season route, take the youngsters, bring them in, help them. So when when I heard that William was going to Arsenal. Hey, we dodged the bullet in it. So <laughs> that's what I said. Your bullet. <laughs> but but my point is, is like William comes on a free with Premier League pedigree. That's the that is the, what I'm thinking. Correct. In Eight Arteta's, years. Eight years in the Premier. Exactly, yeah. and that's what I'm thinking. Arteta's thinking like this is a player I can rely on. It hasn't worked, and yes, he continued to play him, play him, play him, play him. But he then stopped playing him, and the the performances improved. I don't see William starting in a in a league. For the foreseeable future, unless there is an injury, because now I think he's going to go with what he's been doing in recent times. You talk about selling all these players, bro. Nobody wants them. We tried. We literally tried to get rid of Kalasinac in the summer. We tried to get rid of all these men. You talk about selling Shaka. You said it three times. We haven't sold Shaka. We haven't sold Shaka. Who's going to pay for Shaka? Tell me, uh, please. I beg you, tell me. And then you say, you someone yeah, and then you 100%. tell me, and then you tell me, why does he million. play him? So you're gonna play. You're 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 gonna start the season with only two centre midfielders in Partey and El Neni. Are you on crack? Please tell me <laughs> now. Well, well, he, well, okay, cool. Well, Arteta, he's the one who brought back El Neni. El Neni was on. The I way know out. he was gonna sell El Neni, but then El Neni uh, in training must have convinced. So why, is Arteta, why is El Neni playing games? He should, Bro, why, he. he should be, Elneny isn't a starter. Elneny isn't a starter. We should have our starting players and the ones that fill out the squad should be the young players. Bro, you you act like Arsenal got bare money. Where are we getting this money from? Junior, you're always making excuses for for, for nonsense. Where? Where have we got money? How old is he? Exactly. Exactly. You're getting William on a free. Think about it. If you're buying a player for this amount, if you're paying this... A, a player, let's say you're paying excess of 30, 40 million for a player. That's wages on top. We got William for free, wages only. Do you not see how the maths works? Yeah, but then I, the I feel is, like you guys are just like blindfolded to just think like you're money not... just or football. And we're in COVID season. Like Arsenal had to let go how many people just to have, stay afloat, like yes. pay the flipping yes. players. Yes. You guys are. Yes. Actually... <laughs> Bro, you guys are actually on crack. Not... I can't actually believe we're having this Hold conversation. On, Junior, when say, you've seen Junior, say less. Junior, say less. Say less. My goodness me. All right, we're going to move on. We're going to move on. Arsenal, okay, I, I will just say we've also signed two players on loan. Um, Matt Ryan, which came out of nowhere from Brighton, but is a decent backup. And we've also yeah, brought in Odegaard as well. Can I ask about um, that Odegaard loan? No. With, without... Yeah, because there's, there is... It's without an option to buy, isn't it? Without an option without, to buy, yeah. it's it, very much it's sending him on working That is so again. <laughs> yeah. That's just Arsenal. Yeah. But 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 there are there, there, Arsenal are, and Real Madrid are going to have conversations about not here, not just him and Sabayos as well at the end of the season. Like because we had Sabayos on loan last year with no option to buy, we brought him in again on loan this year. So I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. Similar thing. No, nah, he's Odegaard. not going to stay. But Odegaard himself. No, 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 Odegaard himself has said he wants stability because he's been on loans like four or five years in a row and like, he's a young guy as well, so he needs to... And be... they both hate Zidane, so... And they, and, yeah, exactly, and Zidane hates them both, so, um, you know, we never know. But we'll move on yeah. now. Bloody After hell. Like, he'd extend Junior, you're right, yeah? We're, Junior, are we yeah, still I'm, friends? I'm all, uh, well, debatable. We'll, we'll, we'll talk after. <laughs> can, I, right. can I say one more thing? Can I say one more thing before we go move on, on to the next point? You have to remember, yeah, 
Williams had the the the, the 200k mark for free and stuff like that. I I kind of blame the Arsenal scouting um, scouts because there was also Hamas Rodriguez who came on in a free to Everton yeah around the 200k mark as well. And if you're going to put those two up against each other yeah, I feel like Arsenal picked the wrong the wrong the wrong horse in it. Yeah. No, don't, don't get junior Let's, Let's move on. No, no, okay. that's a val- that's a valid point. But valid I, point. I go back to the Premier League experience thing. But anyway, yeah. Right, okay, cool. So Adia, we brought you on for a specific reason, <laughs> and it wasn't because Tammy Abraham scored a hat trick. <laughs> <laughs> so the news came out yesterday that yeah. Chelsea legend, top goal scorer, you know, the guy who's basically should have a statue outside the ground, was sacked. He's given his P45. <laughs> Frank Lampard is gone. What do you think, mate? Uh, well, I, I, I agree with you regarding the should have a statue, Chelsea legend. But one thing that people always have to take in, take, have to take in consideration in these type of situations, yeah? He was a legend as a player. Does not mean we should... I Personally, I was really... I wanted him to leave. Now, then he's... Then, you know... Then now I'm very upset that he's left. But I kind of wanted this... He was a good man. He was a good player, but obviously he wasn't a good manager. He wasn't at the level of 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 the the managers out there, and the managers that have managed Chelsea. He wasn't at the level. He wasn't on par with them at all. Um, so win, I'm kind yeah, of the worst win percentage of any manager under Abramovich, which is well, kind of mad. To well, there you are. Um, so I'm kind of I'm kind of upset, but um, I'm slightly relieved as well. I, if it was any other person with the same record, record with the same 220 million pounds spent, I would have, I would have, bro, I would have went to the training, I would, I would have dropped him off to the airport myself. But because of Frank <laughs> Lampard, I'm slightly, I'm slightly upset. But, but we move on in it. As, as Chelsea, we do this every, every one or two years, three years at max. Like, it's not, it's not like it's something new to me, innit? Um, I'm just, it's just a shame that it happens to be someone as, as, as the calibre of, of, of Super Frank, innit? Mm. Don't you make a point, yeah, on, 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 the, the, the media I've seen some media yeah. outlets basically said oh it was so ruthless he wasn't allowed to come to the training ground so ruthless yeah. can't believe it Lampard's a legend can I just tell you yeah, this is a football club who sacked exactly. Roberto Di Matteo at the airport <laughs> Roberto Di Matteo was at the airport and they said don't come back bro you're sacked Ancelotti who won you a double the year before got sacked in the tunnel at the end of a game Yeah, this is a club that and Every single Chelsea manager who joins Chelsea knows what they're signing up for. You, the thing is, Abramovich, on the one side, he's ruthless and he'll sack you, you know, at the first chance. But he gives you rope. He gives you whatever. He gives you money. Go spend it. And then you don't have any reason not to succeed with, him, with the amount of backing he gives you. Abdi, you were about Mate. to use a good uh, metaphor there. He gives you the rope to hang yourself, basically. This <laughs> is a PG podcast, though. So. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it definitely obviously. isn't. Type of things that Tanya says, but uh, gone. Personally, I was going to say, look, the only the way I look at it is, yeah, Conte wanted a lot of players. Conte was a way, way, way better manager than Frank Lampard is. Yeah, probably the prob- in this time period, he probably will be the best. He'll be he'll probably be one of the best managers that ever came to step foot in the Chelsea squad, and he wasn't given the amount of time and ink and money like like Frank did. Um, so that's why I can't really I can't really um, stay on his side for so long because getting 220 million, literally every player you wanted, he wanted Werner, he got Werner. He wanted Havertz, he got Havertz. He wanted uh, a goalie to replace Kepa. 70 million Kepa, yeah, get, to get replaced by someone who was playing in like League League uh, League 2 or whatever whatever it's called. Like <laughs> like, but he wanted he wanted that, that keeper as well. 
he got he got Chilwell, a good very quality quality left uh, left back, but he wanted him and he got him. So that's why I can't I can't kind of stay on his side. Yeah, but you so didn't get because... Declan Rice though. Can I ask a question? <laughs> apparently, he wanted Declan Rice really badly. That's yeah. where he, he apparently the um, the whole thing broke up because he wanted Declan Rice. Yeah. The lady that does our transfer said, "We're not going to get him. We don't need him." Yeah. And he was really upset, and that's how it kind of fell out. That's where it all started. Apparently, I was I was just going to say. Um... I don't know if you've read the article from The Athletic, which goes into a lot of depth about the Lampard situation. And apparently, like, insider from the club at the beginning of the season said, if Lampard goes on a bad run, it's going to be... they just It's not going to look good for him. The Declan Rice thing, they were saying, um, basically, um, that it doesn't look good for Chelsea if you sign a player for big money that's left, that you let go. Um, yeah. but, but that's the Chelsea MO, bro. Like, you did that with uh, Matic. So yeah, that's true. That's true. We don't have matches, no. Uh, But um, what what I was gonna ask you is um, like the two hundred and twenty million aside, uh, because I think he 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 wanted uh, like I think from the article I I got the impression that Frank Lampard wanted a different kind of. I know you said he got the players he wanted, but from the article I got the impression that he wanted a different like because he was after Tarkovsky as well and Mm -hmm. um, and Declan Rice. I feel like he wanted a different kind of. Um, players I, I feel like do you not feel that with Frank Lampard you could have um had a manager there to grow like he was giving uh, young players a chance and and he and it, this was your chance with the manager to grow because you have to think first week of December Chelsea were top and yeah, yeah you've, gone, you've gone on a bit of a dip but loads of teams have gone on Arsenal started the season really badly Man City you know weren't looking at it Tottenham were top and then they've gone on a dip Man United you know were 15th I think in, in October so I don't know yeah. what would you think well you're correct with what you're saying yeah but the only way you got to look at it the wins was one thing yes we were getting we may have been getting wins and we may be drawing against but the performances were absolutely were terrible the performance mm. is the reason why you got sacked there was there was no there was no like stability of the team. Like they, I, I feel like they were playing almost. To, they said like like free football football. They literally put on a player. They'll do what they want. Habit to do something different. Um, then then you'll get Ziyech to do something different, and then you'll get um, Pulisic to do something different. They weren't yeah. playing as a yeah. squad. And as much as as much as the talent is there, the talent, of course, from Chelsea Football Club, we have players that are over fifty million. Of course, they're going to get the win mm. one way or another because they've got the quality there. But there was no tactics for them to to follow, and that's where you have got to blame Frank because. He he was there for for eighteen months here. Even even the youngsters that he was trying, he's been has been there for over a year now with him. Like you can see, they don't they don't play their game. Tammy doesn't play a proper game. It's like again, he'll come on, he'll start doing the running, but he's a, he's meant to be like a target man. But then they put on Giroud, who's a target man. But then they want him to drop deep to collect the ball. <laughs> uh, it, it, was, it was making no sense, man. Um, yeah. Like so, that's why I'm I'm kind of I'm I'm I'm, yeah. I'm kind of happy that that he has left because if if the likes of Tuchel comes on, who literally will come and will tell them, look, you are going to play like this. Mm. If you don't play like this, I don't want you in the team. And he seems like the type of that type of player because he's done it at Dortmund mm. and he's done it at PSG. He changed their tactics on both times. So, yeah, man. Um, I my, with two cool. Go, Mark. You want to say something? I just, yeah, I just want to get my two pens in quickly um, because you mentioned Ardian about you didn't really notice there wasn't really any direction or you, you don't actually yeah. know how Frank wanted to play yeah. football with Chelsea. I've been saying that for a couple of weeks now, maybe a bit longer. Yeah. Um, it was clear to see. There was no clear plan. Uh, it looked like from the naked eye, you've just confirmed it as a Chelsea fan. Um, and it goes back to that point of, I just genuinely think he never, ever should have been given that point 
uh, that job, sorry, at this stage in his career. Because yeah, you can't yeah, you can't it. develop and hone in on your the way you want to play football with one season at Derby County. It's not true. possible. Jurgen Klopp did so, seven yeah. years at Mainz. Jose Mourinho was working with Bobby Robson at Barca, took the Porto job. Managers need training. Name me a craft where you can't where you can go to the top without holding in on your skills, without practicing, Ooh, without yes, making the big yeah, decisions. Yeah, you're, you're Well, he, Pep Guardiola, isn't it? Well, uh, but yeah, uh, we could have done. But that he had, he had I'm, Barcelona jo- I'm, joking, I'm joking. He had Barcelona <laughs> beat. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, I actually, I was thinking about this last night. I, I can see him taking that Chelsea job again in ten years, but yeah. it just shouldn't I, because he's got. He needs to go and, and hone in on how he wants to play football, learn his craft, learn how to make big decisions while pleasing the board and players. Because it seems like he couldn't do that. He needs to learn, yeah, he, and he and he. It, the job was too soon, simply put, for me. Way too soon. The way, the the way you have to blame the board for that. Yeah, I get, I get him. I get his situation. He he got given the job of his life, life. Like he probably thought, I'm going to go into managerial, and my my peak of my managerial career is Chelsea Football Club. So mm. when when the job came in the second season of management, yeah, he probably thought, shoot, like shit, what am I going to do? This is the this is my dream job. Like, mm. am I really going to waste my chance? Am I ever going to get this opportunity again? You can't. You, can't. you physically cannot yeah. turn it down. So he probably knew, I, I don't think Frank Lampard's an arrogant person. He probably knew that I ain't ready. So that's why I'm happy that they've got transfer bans. I can play, I can, you know, mm. I can kind of like uh, use the youth to, you know, aspire the youth with my with my steps in the Chelsea Football Club. They, they've seen me as a player, now they see me as a manager. But where it, where, it fell, where, it, where it fell off for him, yeah, is spending so much money on, on outsiders who came in. Yes, yes, they maybe came in for him because mm. they, they know Frank Lampard's career. But... I don't think he could. He done anything with him. Like putting Werner on the wing, man. Come on, Werner. Werner can't play on the wing, and they play plays him on the wing. It's a good um, thing you mentioned him because I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to talk about him. Everyone in this group knows knows how I feel about Werner. Yeah. And I just wanted yeah. to get your two cents on him. Just generally, Mr. Penalty of the weekend. So obviously, his yeah. his confidence is in the is in the is in the foot on the floor right now. I so I just wanted you to give him, if you want to defend him, give him a good defense, or if you want to join, you know, the right side and, and talk about how rubbish he is, and then third. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say two things about Werner. Yeah. One is is I I rate him yeah to an extent. I rate the fact his work ethic is good for the Chelsea side. Like he runs around, he does something. Yes. His confidence is extremely down. His confidence has been killed by by Chelsea and Frank. Like, like playing out position, expecting him to take on players when that's not his game, and of course that's that's you know that's not allowed him to get inside the box to have an opportunity on goal, and and his confidence has dropped down. Now he's missing sitters like week in week out. Um, Fifty two million is a lot of money for someone that's missing sitters who who we got thinking was top three top three like. Conversion rate in Europe last season. Looking like Fernando uh, Torres, isn't it? For <laughs> yeah, Chelsea, yeah, the Chelsea lot. version, the Chelsea. Version. <laughs> his, his his conversion yeah. rate is good when he's running into fifty yards of space every week and getting a free shot on goal in the Bundesliga. There you go, Bundesliga. So so I get you know I wouldn't really look into that too much, but um I, I do actually want to talk about the game real quickly. Um we had a hat trick from Tammy Abraham. It was a decent hat trick. He's getting into the box, and that's like that's his game in it really, just being a box, penalty box striker. Um, mm. but there's Can one I guy just... we talked about last week. Come on. Just jump in that. Literally four minutes ago, Chelsea have just announced that um, Tuchel is is your new manager, basically. Oh, Done. there you are. Yeah, officially announced. Tuchel is a good manager, but I I'm guarantee happy. within eighteen months he'll fight with everyone. 
he's, 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 <laughs> yeah, apparently he does that. Apparently he likes to fight the board. He's a nutcase. Um, I just want to talk about what Gary talked about last week. Callum Hudson Adoy came on, got an assist straight away. You know, I feel like his link up play is really good, and obviously he's actually been effective as well. Well, do you think he should be starting ahead of some of the other wingers, even though they're yeah, come for big money? Right now, right now he should be starting against Pulisic. I think Pulisic is as much as he does a lot, tries to tries to do a lot and tries to create. It's not working out. Like I feel like I feel like mm-hmm. his his gameplay is very um, obvious right now. Like you know he's going to try and cut in. You know he's going to try and do a little skill to beat you. So you kind of just sit off him to let him uh, do his little trick and then just take him out or take the ball off him. Like mm-hmm. so, I feel like Cho probably deserves to start ahead of him. Our top three right now should be, honestly, it should be Cho, Werner, and Ziyech. And then Kai Havertz, I'm not going to lie, I don't feel like he should be in our starting lineup. Um, yeah, so I think Cho should be our starting, starting winger right now. Um, I think I think kind of opposite to what you've just said, because I think Callum Hudson-Odoi should be starting in your Chelsea team as well. And you never know, Tuchel might come in and, and be planning that as well. But I think he's yeah. in particularly to get the best out of Timo Werner and Kai Havertz. Yeah. yeah it just feels like that Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I kind of fear for um, Hudson-Odoi now because, one, he's going to definitely want to play Werner. I feel like Ziyech is definitely going to be in the team just because of what he provides that no one else can in the team. And then let's not forget Pulisic is uh, Tuchel's boy. So mm. Pulisic is going to be oh, in yeah. the team now a lot. Even though his form is not going to be good, so I worry about Cho. But I want to, um, I want to move on quickly before we get on to um, Tottenham. Oh. Your boy, just quickly, <laughs> my man came back into the team and just picked up where he left off, Kepa. <laughs> oh yeah! Talk, 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 oh talk my me God. We, we could have passed this. We could have just moved past this straight away. Why did <laughs> What is up with that guy? Is he ever? Is he? Is he, is he be a competent uh, striker? I don't, know. I don't know, man. For every two good stuff he does, he does one absolute howler. Like the goal that they that 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 um the the, the team scored. I can't remember the name of the team. The team Luton. scored against Luton. Us was, was Luton, <laughs> Luton. That, that's an that, that, the goal that Luton Tammy. scored against us was absolutely silly. He, I think mm. he got a touch to it. He, he went in between his arms and his his legs. Like oh, yeah. silly. I've done better. I could have done better. I did. I, I, I did say. say there, Come on. there was there was someone there was a bit of like I can't remember who it was one of the centre backs might have been Zuma like, his his vision was blocked his eyesight was blocked he probably saw it very late um, but yeah I feel your pain man having to endure um, Adrian I'm really with you here yeah but yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day they've got they've got him on a seven seven year hill, yeah so. yeah right there's the difference yeah it's <laughs> gonna be true. hard to shift I don't think anyone's gonna ever pay any sort no. of money for that guy. and Mark think... Adrian came for free not 72 million yeah and well, he doesn't, <laughs> I think, he doesn't I even think make now. Yeah. I think <laughs> Atletico yeah. will bow asked inquired to get him back on loan with the option to buy at the end but they were going around the 32 million mark that's for me that's, oh that's, 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 <laughs> Awesome. That's still you too much. And, you should bite their hand off. Of Isn't that. it? That's still too much, boy. Damn. I think seven point two would be um, <laughs> uh, acceptable fee. All right. Okay. Cool. Let's move on. Uh, I want to keep this brief, and I'm not yeah. saying that because Tottenham won. I want to keep it brief because in the, the day, you're the only person who doesn't have to run. <laughs> this episode. <laughs> no, she'll find be, a way. It, I'll find a way. It wouldn't be a town. Tottenham won. To- Tottenham beat Wickham four one. Yeah. All I wanted the all I wanted in the game was for Akin Fenwell to fall on one of your players, but oh, I wanted him to score. <laughs> um talk to us through the game, Tanya. What yeah, did you like I'll, and what you didn't like? I'll, I'll keep it short because 
to be honest, the first half, I don't think it was great. We obviously went a goal down. Who Their centre-half, yeah, he was giving our defence all kinds of problems. He roasted Toby, who I called on to start. I'm a bit concerned about our centre-back options. I can't lie. Centre you mean centre-forward? Centre-forward, yeah, sorry. That's what I mean. Yeah, their centre-forward was um, giving Toby all kinds of trouble. But as I said, I've always called for Toby to start, but he didn't look great, I have to be honest. Him and Sanchez are both clowns. Um, so yeah, we went a goal down and we just weren't clinical. We could have had about three goals in the first couple of minutes, to no, be honest. Gareth Bale could have had three oh, goals in the first Gareth couple of minutes. Oh, Gareth Bale, Gareth Bale. I'm, I'm bored of it now. Do you know what? I I know he's done. Oh, so, that sign has been bad. I know he's done. Mm. And it, look, if he does anything for us, it's a bonus at this point. I just think he yeah. he's just not the player that he was and he just looks shattered. And I don't know what it is with him. I feel like when he plays, he's just very cautious. I don't know what it is. It's like he's scared to take on people. And, you know, he had such... He had a free header yesterday and he just made an absolute meal of it. Like, I was thinking, what is going on here? I don't think he can be asked. You can see he's that he, he's, just, he's just walking around. And he's walking like, around the pitch. He's done that in Madrid for three years. He's doing it at Tottenham. Wales Golf Tottenham. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where his priorities are because, you know, he, he was well, obviously... Well, he just said it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that order, Wales Golf Tottenham. <laughs> but, you know, he was obviously unhappy at, at Real Madrid and, you know, he was in it, in the interviews when he when he joined us um, from Real Madrid. He was all like, oh, you know, I'm so happy to be here and he looks happy. But where's that energy on the pitch, bro? Because you look like you can't be asked. Like, you just look Tanya, like, oh, here for the vibes. Do you think he's he's lost um, his joy for the game? Like, yeah, to... you could be right. I, I think so. I think he should retire. I'm not even saying that to be. I think oh he should retire. <laughs> I really do. He's collecting bags. Yeah, yeah exactly. Forgo your 600k yeah. a week and retire because Tony yeah. said. No, he should. Man, <laughs> like, he should. He really, he really needs to buck up his ideas because I don't does. get why. Buck like, up his ideas, yeah, mate. It's the truth, man. I'm speaking like the media, but it's true because like that spot on the right hand side oh. up for grabs. Like Tottenham yeah. would have like probably one of the best if he was on form. Like the Gareth Bale that we know. If he was on full mm. time, he would complete that front three as like one of the best in possibly. But Europe. we we were, I mean, we were posing this question when he when he signed, and yeah. I, think, I can't remember who said it. It might have been me, might have been one of us, but I don't think he wasn't. Like, I, it was clear to see he was never he wasn't that Gareth Bale, and that no. that was the problem. It was one of the problems with Madrid I... is that he he just kind of lost a lot of pace and his directness. Obviously, there was the Wales golf Madrid stuff or whatever way it was around <laughs> and the whole lack of relationship there eyes, it? yeah it was framed around a lack of relationship which there probably was but he, he had he's not the Gareth Bale which is a shame because you, you like, it, it, was exci- it was exciting to to see him come back like, it, it really was, was but... it was so exciting but I think yeah. I get what you're saying Mark I, and look I, I didn't think that we were going to get the Gareth Bale that was playing for us how many years ago but I just think we're not even getting like 50% but, and I yeah, just think you expected more I hear that yeah, yeah we yeah. expected much more but look on the on the second half because obviously it was 1-1 Gareth Bell did get us the goal to be fair to yeah. him the equaliser um, the, the equaliser the second half we definitely played with a lot higher intensity but annoyingly we had to bring on the big guns to win us the game which frustrates me yeah. but I have to say we did create chance after chance after chance and I was honestly yeah. I felt like I was going to be in cardiac arrest because I was just stressing <laughs> out nothing was going in the back of the net I was like what is happening like and and then Winks he he got the goal in the like 85th minute brilliant finish yeah. by the way I mean he had I didn't watch game. the game and I came on I, I, came, I turned on the TV and I saw Winks curling it around the goal I, I turned off. Winks, Abdi, you know? no 
Every every time Abdi turns on the the Spurs game, Spurs score. Oh, Abdi, God, stop, man. Just first stop happened doing it. when they were playing West Ham, yeah. And literally, I turned up the game, and within ten seconds, Tottenham scored. I was like, I'm sick of this now. It's always <laughs> the same. And then Wings scored. And honestly, I was like, okay, I'm done with this game. I, turned up. I didn't yeah. even see later on. I saw they scored four goals. Okay, we talked about him last week, and we gave he he actually won our Man of the Week. Yes, uh, in Dumbledore. His yeah, has actually been I'm, amazing, and now he's getting goals as well. So that, that Tams, second goal, Tams, that second goal. Tams, what were some of the names that you called him in the chat? There was oh about six God. or seven. So, um, Endombola, yeah, Endombad Boy, Endom Solves. You know, you know when you put Endom Bad Boy. In there, source, it? Yeah. I was, uh, my hand was hovering over exit group. <laughs> Marcus, Marcus. No, do you know what? I, Spurs fans, they're they're really starting to love this guy. Like he is a fan favorite for sure. Like he's just so techy yeah. with it, man. He makes things look easy when they're really not. Like the way he yeah. dribbles past players and even his finishing at times, I'm really impressed with him. And do you know what? Shout out to Deli Ali, yeah, because I'm sick of this whole Deli Ali saga. But he needs to pull his socks up because. Because my guy Tanga, yeah, he got bullied, and look how Tanga. he's performing now. <laughs> he... I was going to say that, yeah. No, but Tanya, he's so... I was... Yeah. Like, Tanya, let me ask you one question. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words are <laughs> Wow. <laughs> uh, no, Tanya, let me ask you a quick question before we move on. Do yeah. you, well, more, first of all, is, is he's now playing more than 60 minutes per game, which is probably good to see as a Spurs fan. Um, but second, like, do you give Mourinho the credit now for this, yeah. for this and Don Bene that you're seeing? Oh, no, I, oh, wow. I, I do. do. I do, yeah. yeah. Amazing. I was we frustrated. just said he bullied him for a year, so why are we no, giving him credit? No, I, I was frustrated because <laughs> I knew he was he's a talented player and I just kind of felt like, why was he not playing him? But now, that's clearly paid off. And I think... But it's also... Go on, Ardian. Go on, time, sorry. No, no, go no, for it, go for it. His, his, position, his position changed a lot, didn't yeah. it? Because yeah. they used to play yeah. a three or a five in midfield and then they played him more as a holding yeah. when obviously mm. he's, he, he might have the physique as a holding DM, yeah. but he ain't a DM. He doesn't have the football knowledge to, to read and, a, and an attack to break it down. But the behind the striker where he's playing now... Oh. Hey, yeah. He's, I he's getting goals times. as well. Like I mentioned, he's getting goals. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's more to do with... Um, you can give Mourinho credit. I'll give Mourinho credit. Yeah, I will. Be- and he gave him the, the license yeah. to be able to be um, have lot. some freedom. Let's move away from Tottenham because it's making me sick talking <laughs> about them. Um, <laughs> all right, so I, I was going to talk about Man City. We were going to talk about Man City and, um, uh, and Cheltenham, but we don't really, we're, you know, we're sort of, we'll move on from that. But I will say that game against Aston Villa midweek was an absolute belter. And it was, mm-hmm. and it was you know, one of the best games of the season. So shout out to both those teams. All right, so uh, we've got a couple features here. Uh, Junior, yeah, you wanted to talk about some academy player stuff, so yeah, so just really quickly, like I don't want to take up too much time, but I just I just found this um on social media, and I just I just thought we should highlight it because um we had Charlie on um like two months ago now, I think. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, and we were talking a bit about academy players and all that kind of stuff, and I just found this, so. The question is, what happens to the 99.988% of academy players who never have a professional career? Um, and so we talk, um, they did an interview with Max Noble. So um, just really quickly, um, if you were asked to think of a failed football prodigy, I can't even say that word, <laughs> prodigy, um, there's a fair few that you could choose from, like uh, Freddie Adu, 
uh, Hakim Matsu and, and so on. Uh, true, they didn't make it big, but they ended up having a career. But that makes up for 0.012% of academy players. Uh, 99.988% of academy players end up not having much choice of jobs at all, maybe due to injury. Um, um, A lot of them, like this case that I'm about to tell you about Max Noble, um, they don't even have their GCSEs. So Max Noble talks about... It's football's biggest kept secret that these thousands of boy um, that these thousands of boys a year, no one knows what happens to them. After you give ten or however many years of your life to an academy system, they delete all your information the day after releasing you. Um, there are boys that were at club um, at a club for twelve years, and the next day they're being escorted off the ground by security. Um, and he goes on to say that he spent um, the majority of his youth. Uh, playing for Fulham and he was going to be the next thing and going to sign a contract and then he got an injury on his uh, on his leg on his left leg and then the next day he got released and they didn't even tell him they didn't even pay for his surgery none of that and he didn't even have his GCSEs because he left school early to join Fulham Um, and this isn't just specific to Fulham this is every club um, around but, the world but basically Chelsea <laughs> <laughs> um, and I just thought of highlighting it there's a film that they released in December um, and um, I'm going to try and post it on our socials like link to it um, for everyone to listen to because I think or watch it sorry because um, I think it's just important so just quickly Max Noble was born in South uh, Wales Newport and he moved to London and uh, he at 8 years old he joined AFC Wimbledon as a promising winger, he then joined um, Fulham, as I said, when he was 14, with a three-year scholarship under his belt um, and international appearances. So he played for Wales, uh, continued to chase his dream as a professional footballer. He left school a, a year early, like I said, and not taking his GCSEs. However, at 19, Max suffered an awful injury that required double knee surgery. Uh, Fulham, as most clubs, um, most academies wouldn't pay for a youth player surgery and later released him without so much as a phone call. He spent a year in bed developing anxiety and depression. He goes, I gave up my whole childhood, sacrificed my whole life so um, so far to achieve this dream and be promised that this is what um, that this is what would happen if I listened and worked hard enough. I did all of those things and then all of a sudden I'm on my bed depressed thinking um, I don't even want to live anymore. Um, with no club and no qualifications, Max struggled to find another way in life. Literally, no one would hire me. I couldn't even get a minimum wage job on a night shift, um, stacking shelves at Waitrose. Uh, after two and a half years at the job centre, Max finally secured an internship at Burberry in the marketing department, which led him to uh, form his own brand, Certified Sports. And it is with this brand that he released that film about... Um, uh, forgotten footballers and wow. if you buy any of his sports gear a percentage of that goes to um working with academy players who get released on their mental health and helping them uh, navigate so yeah um, wow. i'm gonna post that yeah wow. i mean it's an interesting point i mean we, we we spoke about um the young lad what's his name jeremy jeremy something I can't remember his name. I feel bad now. <laughs> the one who got released from Man City and, and yeah. his own life. So um, I remember speaking to Charlie about it. I actually said um, about something about motorcycles, talking about how in the academy, sometimes a lot of the time players aren't going to make it. So what they do is they help them try and 
you know um get other jobs in life and yeah easier and as well mm-hmm. so but stuff like that at the end of the day is a good um it's a good ending to that story but i mean it yeah. could obviously go the other way and there's plenty of other situations where players like that aren't aren't treated right um yeah. but i want to move on quickly thanks for wow. having me yeah um, no, Mark, great. you had you had um you wanted to do something I can't remember what it was, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to, obviously timing is at a premium, so I'm going to run it really quickly. But I just see something on socials um, uh, this week sometime, and I just thought I'd run a quick one here. Um, I've got, um, so everyone knows the start bench sell game. Um, I've got three players for you here. I've got that times 10. I've tried to go with players who we don't usually do, and I've tried to kind of make it as difficult as possible. Um, but, I'm going to ask you guys, first of all, uh, it's a bit of a warm moment and maybe a bit contentious. Um, De Bruyne, Grealish and Bruno. Oh, don't do this to us. <laughs> oh, uh, start, start, bench, sell. But just quick and snappy. Like, right. You... Okay, I got it. Uh, I'd start Bruno. I'd keep um, Grealish. Start, bench, sell. sell. Start, you have to start one, bench one, sell one. Yeah. 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 So I'm starting Bruno. I'm I'm benching Grealish and I'm selling De Bruyne. If you let me finish. Wow. Mainly because De Bruyne's De Bruyne's 28, 29. Bruno's 26, and Grealish is the youngest of them of them all. So that's that was my thinking. Well, I'll go next. I'm gonna start Grealish. I'm gonna bench De Bruyne and I'm gonna sell Bruno. What? After your De Bruyne what? agenda, what, what the hell? <laughs> this guy uh, calls him Charlie hey, Adam. Hey. You call him Charlie <laughs> Adam every week. De Bruyne, De Bruyne coming off for fifteen minutes every day, here and there is going to be all right. I'm all right with it. <laughs> but Bruno is too chaotic man. for me, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bruno, Bruno is inevitable. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go next. Uh, mine's the same as Julia. Actually, I'd start Bruno bench um Grealish and I'd get rid of KDB because I'm not getting rid of Grealish because I love Grealish if you're listening hi babe so interesting (laughs) (laughs) um start Bruno it's hard I don't know man I start Bruno bench KDB and still Grealish. <gasps> Ardian that is no. so Grealish do you know uh, how okay, cool. you asked us all what about you Mark uh, interesting uh, I would um, I would start the Brenner I would bench Grealish I'd sell Bruno um, right I, but don't keep <laughs> flipping them back on me Abdi time is at a premium here um, <laughs> uh, alright next one let's let's do this quick Kane Aubameyang body Easy for me. Can I go? go on. Yeah, in that no. order, really. Um, I would start Kane, bench Abamyang, and sell Vardy. Same, same. Back very easy cool. for me. Right, this one I tried to just mix it up a bit. Go with a couple of names that are just interesting and aren't really mentioned: Nick Pope, Kasper Schmeichel, and Rui Patricio. Oh, um, start ooh. Pope. Start Pope. Bench. Patricio self Schmeichel. Nah, I'd nah Pope, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd bench Schmeichel and I'd yeah. sell Patricio. I agree with Junior to save time. I agree with Junior on that one. Unless Ardian <laughs> has anything different. Ardian agreed with Abdi. Oh, you agreed with Abdi. Okay. Cool. Right. Next up, Mares, Ziyech, Saka. Oh, that's easy for me. Messi, <laughs> Saka, <laughs> and bin both of those bums. <laughs> 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 Um, I would go, I would I would start Saka I would keep Ziyech and I'd sell Mahrez 
What? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's the same as me as well. I yeah, yeah I, think, I think I'm, I'm, I'm with no, that. You don't well. need to respect my boy Mara. No, I do. I do. I no, I do respect him a lot, but ZH is cold. Yeah, and yeah, I love Saka. I can't get rid of Saka. He's looking little face. Yeah. <laughs> <I can't do. laughs> All right, interesting. All right, I'm gonna bin the next one off because I don't like that one. This this next one though is is will be uh, I think an opinion splitter, and it is tough. I'm not gonna lie. So Sterling, Rashford, Sancho. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> All right, I'm Sterling, gonna start. I'm gonna start Rashford. Cool. I'll start okay. Rashford. I'm gonna bench Sterling and I'm gonna sell Sancho. Mm. That's tough, man. Uh, start, start Rashford, bench Sancho, sell Sterling. Ooh. I'm gonna um, start Sterling, bench Rashford, sell Sancho. Mm, I'm kind of siding Abdi on that one. Interesting. I'm oh, sorry, I, I did type that one out and just thought this is just going to be so interesting. That is evil, Mark. Um, that is evil. Right, I'm, just gonna, I'm gonna go with two more. Um, right, this one on. is just a random one that I thought of. I thought I'd stick some centre backs in there. Uh, Maguire, Matip, and Gabriel. <laughs> this is easy for me. Maguire's not getting Ma- anywhere near my team. <laughs> Start Gabriel. Um, Bench Matip, because obviously you can never stay fit, and Maguire will be banished to the fiery <laughs> <To Greece>. <laughs> <laughs> No, but yes, are, we, yes. are we judging yeah. it on this season, though? No, my whole life. I'm judging it <laughs> going. lack of ability and shamefulness. Because <laughs> if it's this season, I can't lie, I'm bidding Matip. I'm selling him. What? Yeah. Fair enough. Although he has been, been decent. He just can't get on the bloody pit. Yeah, that's uh, it. That's it. Audience um, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm with you. I'm with you, Abby, in it. Gabriel, Matip, and Son Maguire. Cool. Right, I'm going to end it on what I think I think might be quite tough. Um, it is Martial, Calvert Lewin, and Danny Ings. Oh no, Calvert! Really easy for Junior. That's really <laughs> easy for me. Okay, right, it's easy for Junior. Ings, uh, play Ings, uh, bench Calvert Lewin, and bye bye, Martial. Bye, boy. Bye. I'm going to start with my boy. <laughs> yeah. DCL, he's gonna start. Baby, I'll put Ings on the bench and then Martial. You can, you can go back yeah. to the house, mate. Same, <laughs> same with Abby. <laughs> I'm a junior. Cool. I'm a junior. All right, for playing along with that one, it was quite interesting actually. I knew there'd be some in there that really would make you think, um, and that obviously was the case. That what was, was the most surprising thing, Mark? I think the mo- honestly one of the most surprising things was. Um, a lot of you just simply been in De Bruyne yeah um, and maybe I don't know I I don't know I maybe would have had Mares above Ziyech I don't know in in some of your wow um, yeah I I, I thought the Sancho thing you guys been in Sancho Sancho is the youngest out of all of the most most assists in like what two years now in the top five leagues like Sancho is a baller man and he's cute as well in hindsight admittedly well, yeah. uh, admittedly, that was the tough one. I knew yeah, that, I mean, that would cause a, a, a split in opinion. And like, just for listeners, like, apart from like Maguire and Martial, it was tough decisions. Like, to mm. they're really difficult. They're all good players, you know. Uh, well, debated like Martial and because yeah, even yeah. the Abamyang and Vardy and Kane, like, I did say Bin Vardy, but even that's hard. Like, they're all really yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. Thanks, Mark. Love that. <laughs> Thanks, yeah, that Mark. Good. <laughs> That's what I do. Right, okay, cool. So um we're a bit short on time. 
So I don't know if you guys, it's up to you guys. Do you want me to go ahead with doing the quiz or not? I don't know. Whose decision is it? All right, okay, cool. We're going to do a quiz. We've got the quiz. We've got the quiz. We're at one fifteen. All right, okay, cool. We'll keep keep going. We'll keep going. (laughs) All right. um, So I've got a quiz. It's based on Premier League stats so far this season, yeah? So admittedly, I will say this is very hard. So I will give you some hints when it suits me, yeah? So Is it is it free for like... That's never. No, 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 no. I've got, like, because I, we're all on, we're on Zoom, so I don't want shouting over each other. So okay, cool. I'll ask you guys directly. Okay, cool. Oh, no. Junior, first. Okay. Uh, there's five Step questions, each, but I'll try and, you know, remix it a bit. All right, Junior. Um, which, to get one point, which team has the best form in the last five games and which team has the worst form? So I need in the two, last two, five games. So I need two teams and... For one point, uh, Man United and Newcastle. So, Man United, uh, incorrect Man City and Newcastle. Oh. So, oh, I was close. That's unlucky, though. Man City won five, five in a row, and Newcastle have lost four out of the last five. All right, we'll move on to Tanya. Yeah, our question is who, which player has the most blocks this season? <laughs> probably someone like, probably someone like, um, Eric Dyer. I don't know. No, incorrect. It's Wan Bissaka. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah, I reckon Dyer would have been up there, though. But yeah, that is interesting. Uh, well, no, I didn't ask for who's up there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. All right, Mark, your question is, who has who has been dribbled past the most this No, who has dribbled past the most players this season? Mm. Who has dribbled past the most players this season? Um, yeah. oh. If you think about it, it's an easy one. Yeah. So why uh, are you giving Mark the easy ones? Yeah, what's that I, I'm, about? I'm stuck between He's got two. much harder ones. Can I say who I'm stuck between? Yeah. And then I'll pick one. So I'm stuck between Rashford and Traore. Um, but Traore Ooh. held bench early season. I'm going to go with Rashford. Oh, it's Traore. Oh! He's dribbled past 81 players. He, he was holding bench for like the first half of what we made. That's his game, bro. That's his game. His game's uh... dribbles. All right, Ardian. Which player <laughs> yeah. has made the most saves this season? My saves the season. Yeah, Ooh, I'll give you a hint. Um, it's not an outfield player. <laughs> um, my save. Uh, let me throw. Let me throw. Let me throw Nick Pope in there. Incorrect. It's Sam Johnston from West Brom. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right, You've got, okay, you cool. got to I'm think try- about who who faces the most shots. I'm going to try and move yeah. on a bit quicker. Junior, which team has averaged the most amount, and which team has averaged the least amount of shots per ninety this season? Shots. So who's, who's so Sheffield most- United the least. Um, and the most, uh, I'm gonna go with Leeds. Incorrect, oh. it is Man City the most with 15.89 per game, and West Brom is the least West with Brom. 8.8.6. Oh. 8. Oh. 8. Sheffield United, all right. So, so far, everyone's got zero. <laughs> so yeah. game, Chris. Um, Tanya, two, which two players? have the most successful dribble percentage this season? This is a really hard question. I don't expect you to get it, to be honest. <laughs> Andy, you're moving nuts, you know. Yeah, percentage. Per ni- All right, cool. So one of them... Is Jason- right. I'll give you a hint. One of them... Yeah, give him a hint. I'll give you a hint. Slow down. <laughs> the highest percentage. So it doesn't have to be the most. It's a percentage of the amount they attempted and the amount they succeeded. So one of them it plays for Liverpool. One of them plays for Newcastle. Um. Yeah, that helps things. <laughs> I mean, it's more help than anyone else has got. So, do you want to move yeah. on? Yeah, let's move on. I don't, I don't know. No, come on. Just throw names out there. Uh, one Newcastle player, one Liverpool player. Yeah, Newcastle dribbles. Um, 
think Saint about Maximan. it. Saint Saint Maximan. I mean, Saint yeah. Maximan yeah. hasn't played. It's, it's incorrect. It's incorrect. It's, it's, it's John Joe Shelby. Oh, John Joe Shelby. And, and yeah, you won't believe this. But this is per 90. You won't believe it. It's Robertson. Thiago. Thiago. Yeah. Wow. He's only played five games or so. Yeah. But like, yeah. It, yeah, it won't, it won't say, there, was a, if there isn't a minimum of the 90 minutes. Yeah. It's then, per 90. Yeah. All right. John Joe Shelby, though. Mark, which player has committed the most fouls this season? <laughs> um, uh, God, there's only again. A if you think of, uh, about it, then about you would a thousand get it. to choose from. Um, the most yeah, fouls, yeah. Yeah. You say that if you think about it, you'll get it as if that's some sort of clue. <laughs> like there's 300 players uh, in the Premier League. I, I am thinking, you know. Oh, right, just oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got enough. You got zero points. I'll deduct it, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. well, what was the question? Who has the most fouls? No, he's Marcus getting too long. Um, Time. Yeah, too right, long. I'm going to go with um, most fouls. I will go with uh, Lewis Dunk. Incorrect. Hoybier. I was going to say Hoybier. I was yeah. going to say him. I was going to say him. 38. Yeah. Fortunately, um, Ardian, there's no bonus points. But yeah, <laughs> you wait for your question. All right. Ardian, this one's quite, quite difficult. So, four nations with the most appearances in the Premier League these seasons. What are the four nations? I have to get all four. Yeah, all four for the point. Okay, of course, mo- English. Yep. Um, French. Yep. Um, get the third one. I'm gonna have to push you for time, mate. Okay. Um, um, there's a, someone there throwing out the um, <laughs> German. Incorrect. Yeah, you, I knew. I knew German was. A, it was, was a Spanish thing. and Irish. Yeah, I Irish. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Irish got a lot of players. Yeah, they're quite a lot of yeah. Irish players. I tried right, to cool. trick someone with that before. I think. <laughs> All right, Junior. Which player has taken the most throw-ins this season? <laughs> not Bellerin. Not Bellerin. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he's taking them. He's just not gone right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I didn't uh, say far throw-ins. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh, Wambasaka. Oh, close. Um, Carl Walker Peters. Oh. oh um, Tanya. Ta- Man said close. How was that close? <laughs> <laughs> Just another no, right back. They're right both, they're both, they're both black right backs. <laughs> names, so I was right. <laughs> all right. Um, Tanya, this one, this one's actually. All right. I'll be, I'll be nice this question. Five players have, com- have completed the most nutmegs this season. I want you to name one of them. Oh. God, most oh, nutmegs. Yeah. Uh, no, that's not a player. I'm going to push you to time time. We I haven't got no, I don't know. Uh, Just name one player. Grealish. Incorrect. Um, <laughs> the five players are Pedence, um, Mateus Pereira, Lukman, Richarlison and Rashford. Oh, and they've all got six nutmegs. All right, Mark. uh, Five outfield players played every minute this season. I want you to name two of them. No, sorry, one of them actually. Oh, outfield players. Yeah, Uh, outfield players. Yeah, Andy Robertson. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Bonus point. I give a a bonus point to any of you lot. I give a bonus point to any of you lot who can name the team that has three outfield players who played every every minute this season. The team that has three outfield yeah. players. There's one team that has Sheffield that. Wednesday. No, Sheffield United. Wednesday are not in this <laughs> Sheffield league. Wednesday. Uh, Sheffield United. Um, Everton. No, one no. more guess. Uh, can I have one guess? Yeah. No, Mark. Go, go Mark. Oh. Brighton. No, incorrect. It's West Ham. Suchek, oh. Cresswell, and 
uh, Rice have played every minute this season. Wow. Um, Ardian, <laughs> this one's ridiculous, actually. I, I shouldn't have answered this one. <laughs> okay, cool. um, there's a player who has had the highest percentage of successful pressure. Now, let me explain it for you. In terms of successful pressure, there's a player who's applied pressure to opposition player and caused them to turn over the ball. And I'll give you a hint. It's a fullback who plays for a team high up the league. I'm a fullback that pressures a lot. So I would think it's got to be... Um, one Bissaka again. Saka, Saka, Saka. Oh, Luke Shaw. Luke Shaw. I would have gone Saka. Saka's oh. not a fullback. He plays there sometimes, doesn't he? All right. Junior, which player has played the most passes into the final third this season? Hoiberg. Uh, yeah, that'd no, be... Correct. It's Jordan Henderson. Oh. Wow. Oh, so name, that's what trains my own. Tanya, who, which player has the most shots this season? The most shots? Uh, yep. Probably a Sonny. Incorrect. Harry Kane. That was an open goal Ooh. for you, man. Oh, never All right. Mind. Okay. Uh, Mark, highest percentage of aerial du- aerial duels won? Um, oh, um, <laughs> I think I'm going to go for one of the Villa centre back. Tyron Mings? Incorrect. It's actually Zuma. Rodri. Rodri. Oh, Rodri. Yeah. <laughs> oh, them little... 1%. Yeah, those I guess ones it's in because midfield it's, where... It's, yeah. Yeah. I guess it's, it's more like, you know, he probably hasn't attempted that much. Yeah. Um. Ardian, who, which two players, you need to get both players to get the point, which two players have attempt, who have completed the most through balls? Uh, Bruno Fernandes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who's another baller like to bring put the ball through? My guy, Ziyech. Oh, incorrect. Is it oh! point? It's Kevin De Bruyne, man. Oh. That was an open goal. I knew it was KDB. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, Ziyech's been injured for time, I remember? More, I, thought, I thought more he does that little, you know, that little whip, yeah, whip the thing. Whip, yeah. But... yeah, but I mean, they have to be successful for them to come. Um, <laughs> all right, so this is the last question. Junior, you need to, you need to, um, you know, at least say, say some grace because this Which is a disgrace. dead quiz, bro. All right, which player has the highest pass completion percentage in the Premier League this season? And I'll give you a hint because I haven't given you one yet. Uh. He's, he's, he's been getting some credit recently for his performances. Recently, yeah, Mark knows. I could tell. Recently, you've been getting. Yeah, credit. recently, I, I, I'm gonna have to push you from time. Uh, Endombele. Ah, oh, Mark. Luke Shaw, Hogba. No, John oh, Stones. Stones. Oh, John Stones. Yeah. All right, oh. Tanya. Last question. You've got uh, a grand total of zero. Uh, I know. Thanks, Danny. <laughs> who has the highest percentage of shots on target this season? Who has the highest percentage of shots on target? Yeah, uh, so, so. Or is that a team or a player? Yeah, a player. A player. player. Sorry. Oh god, it's not the obvious. I'll say that. Yeah, it's probably not Kane, is it? Shots on target. Uh, uh, Throw a name Salah. Incorrect. It's Lacazette. Wow. Uh, on target. Wow. Yeah. No, cancel yeah, this mean... quiz. Cancel it. Cancel it. See you later, everyone. <laughs> all right, all right, okay, cool. Mark. <laughs> There are five players with the most sub appearances this season. All got ten sub appearances. Just name one, and the hint I'll give you: what one of them has given has had a high profile Champions League hat trick? Can I say that Mark gets the easiest? He gets the clues. <laughs> no, he gets the little no time to talk. You just have to wait. Sorry. No way. Wait. What was the question? So <laughs> the most sub appearances. Ten sub appearances. Cool. 
if you can name one of them, and one of those players has a high-profile Champions League hat-trick. Cool. Uh, so my mind's gone blank about the Champions League hat-trick. No, it hasn't. Lucas Moura. Lucas yes. Moura, correct. Yeah. You should have given him that clue. Nketiah, Poveda, Long and Yarmolenko. All right, and last question for you, Ardian. Mark has won this quiz, so this is pointless. Yes. Uh, um, who scored the most pens this season? Bruno Fernandes. <laughs> Uh, incorrect. It's Jamie Vardy with six. Yeah. Oh, I don't blame you for that. Big one. And, then, and yeah, and, the, and that brings the end one of the hardest quizzes we've ever done. This is the shamble. <laughs> in last place, in last place, everyone is, is, is Junior. Oh yeah. <laughs> in, in, in joint last place is Tanya. <laughs> also in joint last place is Ardia. <laughs> and the Hello. winner with two points is Mark. Yeah. I'm not clapping. They that call, was they call me quiz. the quiz king. No, no, no one calls you that. <laughs> From when you was asking um, Ardy and Tanya about who has like the most specific pressures to ball turn, <laughs> yes, I, I knew you was a junk man from that point. I, yeah, I knew. I'm a drunk man. It has to be I knew said you that... chuckled to yourself when you was writing this. It has to be said, yeah. Junior, Tanya and Ardian, give me two players. Mark, give me one. Has to be said. His questions were harder. That has to be said. His questions were harder. Tanya, name all of the players in the Premier League. Mark, just name me one. Just one. Just one. <laughs> and give a really like easy clue yeah. as well. On top of that. High, high profile Premier League. All right, guys, I need to I need to wrap up this mess of a podcast. <laughs> anyway, guys, Ardian, thank you so much for joining us. We know it's been a hard week. It was nice, guys. Yeah, be a hard week for Chelsea moving forward. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But we'll bring you in next time when hopefully Chelsea are, are doing terribly. So <laughs> we're in the Premier League, mate. I want to, if we win the Premier League, I expect to be back on. It. No, don't, don't, don't expect an invitation if that happens. Um, don't be waiting. Anyway, guys, like I said, thank you very much for joining us for another week of um, this weekly football podcast. We'll talk about that later. Um, as always, we'll be back again every Wednesday, and as like. Ah, you know, oh, fluffed it. No, we'll talk about it. Bye, bye. Bye, guys. Have you fired? I'm fired. Junior holding next week. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Sports Social Podcast Network.